This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the third Sunday of Eastertide, the 5th of May. There is a very powerful story that has come to us from the year 304 during the persecution of Christians under the Emperor Diocletian. This is in North Africa. Some Roman officials surprised a group of about 50 Christians who were gathered secretly for Sunday Mass. They'd been ordered to arrest them and to take them into custody. And we're fortunate because we've got the transcript of the interrogation that happened. The proconsul said to the celebrating priest, By gathering all these together here, you have acted against the orders of the emperors and Caesars. And the Christian reporter of these events adds at this point that the priest's response was a truly inspired response, inspired by the Holy Spirit, who said, Unconcerned about that, we have been celebrating what is the Lord's. We have done this because that which is the Lord's cannot cease. That uh, knowledge of what belonged to God and doing what was right gave the priest and his tiny community uh, a great sense of security and pride precisely at a moment when they were under attack. When the owner of the house where they were celebrating the Mass was asked why he'd not forbidden the gathering, his response is also impressive. He says that those gathered here were his brethren and he could not show them the door. And he went on, I could not forbid them entry because without the day of the Lord, without the mystery of the Lord, we cannot exist. Without the Lord's Day, without Sunday, we cannot exist either. And we cannot be what God wants us to be without celebrating the mysteries of our faith in this way, the way that we celebrate the resurrection each Sunday, which is not some slavish obedience to a commandment, but rather an expression both of the interior desire and the necessity that each one of us has and experiences, which arises from our faith. The Sunday offering of the Mass is so important that it's something which has to be done, like those Christians in North Africa, like our ancestors in this country of the 16th and 17th century, whose feast we celebrated yesterday, the 4th of May, even at the risk of their lives and the lives of others. For them, it was not a matter of choosing between one law and customs and another set, but of choosing between what gives meaning to life and a meaningless life. St Ignatius of Antioch, two centuries earlier, had said, We live according to the Lord's day on which our life has also risen. How could we live without it? So the centre and the origin of the Christian life and all that gives joy and meaning to us is found in the offering of the same Eucharistic sacrifice week in and week out. And this is testified to throughout every chapter of the Acts of the Apostles in some form or another. For the Jews, it was the temple, which was the place where they met God, where they encountered him. For the people of the New Covenant, that place is the church, with a capital C, not the church building necessarily, but the family of believers in Jesus Christ. Many people today, if you really press them, don't consider it necessary to give praise to God in an external manner through attendance at Mass every week. 
and we could well speculate that the mass going population of our parishes would be several times the size it is if everyone, if every Catholic, did go to Mass every week. And setting up for Sunday Mass each week is a huge act of witness. It's a testimony to our faith, the faith of the Apostles and the faith of our ancestors. When we hear stories of what happened in the first centuries or in the Acts of the Apostles as at Mass today, then we know that subsequent generations of Christians have been inspired by this. Sometimes these stories can sound remote to us or even romantic. But if we fast forward to our own time, we know that there are still many places in the world where the mass and Christian worship is outlawed. A recent study just showed that Christianity is the most persecuted religion in the world and in our own time is more persecuted than ever before. We know of those atrocities that took place in Sri Lanka just two weeks ago on Easter Sunday morning that this kind of persecution is still very alive. The more we find ourselves a minority, the more we become an endangered species and the more we have to show ourselves. And God's plan, God's plan for the world, his plan for us, includes Sunday as the time when we give him public honour, when we worship him in the true faith and we find rest for our bodies. Even if for some reason we can't receive the sacraments, we can't go to Holy Communion, we can still make the Mass the centre of the week, that most basic act of homage and worship to our Creator. Some people obviously have unavoidable work on Sundays, mothers, priests and other essential services, and we accept this. But the principle is that we order our lives in such a way as to regain our energy for the week on Sunday. We spend time with our families and ensure that God is genuinely the centre of our lives. If we live each week with the Mass at the centre, then we can be certain that everything we do during the week can flow from and lead back to the Mass. Besides which, our Lord wants his friends to be with him, as he wanted them there on Easter Day, so that the joy of the resurrection can be renewed at each offering of the Mass. Well, let us turn to our Blessed Lady and ask her to help us in this, to give us a renewed energy, a renewed commitment to our faith, and above all, a renewed commitment and desire and understanding of how we celebrate the day of the Lord, his resurrection each Sunday at Mass. Let us pray. May your people exult forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.